Hello, my name is Amanda Xiao. I am the Senior Analyst for China for International Crisis Group. Today, I will talk about U.S. Secretary of State Blinken's long-awaited speech on the Biden administration's approach to China, which he gave on May 26th. Overall, the content of the speech was unsurprising and a summation of what U.S. policy on China has been and has evolved into over the last year and a half. At the core of the approach is the U.S. view that China represents the most serious long-term challenge to the existing rules-based international order. One notable shift in last week's speech is Blinken's characterization of the U.S. strategy as, quote, invest, align, and compete. Uh, here, invest represents the administration's focus on domestic renewal as a means of strengthening the U.S.'s competitive edge vis-a-vis -vis China. So, for instance, the administration passed a major bill on domestic infrastructure last year and promises to invest in research and innovation going forward. Align refers to the administration's focus on building coalitions with like-minded countries over shared concerns related to China. The announcement of the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework last week accelerated diplomacy between Quad countries and the trilateral AUKUS security agreement are all examples of this. Invest, align, and compete is a rhetorical shift from the framing that Blinken previously emphasized, that the U.S. should be competitive when it should be, collaborative when it can be, and adversarial when it must be with China. The shift from compete, cooperate, and confront to invest, align, and compete, in which really two out of the three elements do not actually involve engaging with China and instead describe efforts the U.S. intends on undertaking at home and with its allies in order to be in a stronger position to compete with China, shows that the administration has essentially embraced a non-China China strategy, one that prioritizes shaping the strategic environment that China operates in over and above engaging directly with China itself, one that is clear on the threats that Washington sees emanating from a more powerful and assertive Beijing, but is less clear on how Washington will actually handle its relationship with Beijing. Because the Biden administration has been pursuing uh, this invest, align, and compete approach, its announcement has not and is unlikely to bring significant changes to the bilateral relationship. It's worthwhile to note that the choice to downplay both the cooperative and confrontational elements of the relationship reflects in some ways the consensus that Washington and Beijing have reached about the parameters of the relationship. First, there is consensus that neither side desires direct confrontation alongside a number of bottom lines. This is expressed in Chinese officialdom as the four no's and the one no intention, including one, that the U.S. does not seek a cold war with China, two, the U.S. does not aim to change China's system, three, the U.S. is not targeting China with the revitalization of its alliances, Four, that the U.S. does not support Taiwan independence. And finally, that the U.S. Um, does not intend to seek a conflict with China. In his speech, Blinken touches upon each of these. Second, there is a general acceptance that 
substantive cooperation between the two powers is difficult to realize and has therefore become a secondary concern for both. Chinese officials will continue to insist publicly that cooperation and dialogue should be core to the bilateral relationship, but will in practice withhold cooperation until the U.S. adopts the quote-unquote right attitude on China. This is evident in Beijing's demonstrated disinterest in cooperating with Washington on climate issues, Afghanistan, Ukraine, and increasingly North Korea. And as for Washington, while Blinken did talk about cooperation with China in his speech, it really only emerged in the fourth act as an afterthought. Um, and finally, there is a tacit understanding that the relationship is fundamentally a competitive one and a competition between which political system the U.S.'s or China's can perform better. As Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi himself said in response to Blinken's speech, we are willing to compete fairly who can govern their country better and who can make more contributions to the world. Blinken's speech, therefore, is also rem a reminder that the U.S.-China relationship is no longer in freefall, but has reached a new equilibrium, one in which each side will focus more on addressing their respective domestic challenges and in deepening cooperation with other countries rather than dealing with each other. Of course, bilateral dialogue remains critically important on certain issues, for instance, dealing with the risks that come with a more competitive U.S.-China dynamic and preventing an unintended slide into conflict, which both leaders have said is a priority. Hopefully, both governments recognize this and will give weight to those types of discussions going forward.